You're listening to Fourth and Full, where we put the defeated and undefeated. And now, give it up for your hosts, B. Michael Kroll and Carrie Evans. All right, so what's, uh, what's going on, I guess? Um, yeah, welcome to week five. Is it week five or week seven? It's week seven, man. What? Yeah, it's seven, week seven. Welcome to week seven. I think it's our, think it's our <laughs> sixth part. I don't know. We, we, there's a, we did that one preseason episode So because we're, we're a week off because I went to Arizona. That one yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. But, you know, episode seven, week seven, it kind of links up, right? Yeah. You know, I'm only two weeks off. Yeah. <laughs> so how you doing, Perry? How well, you last doing? week um, was a win for me as a Cowboys fan. Yeah. Uh, we didn't play. We didn't play at all, and it seemed anybody who did play ended up with an injury, a significant player who was injured or lost, or lost. So, like, all shout out to the Chiefs, we love you, um, <laughs> but you guys lost, and you guys were exposed by that Pittsburgh defense. Were they exposed? I mean, the Chiefs always play the uh, the Steelers always play the Chiefs rather rather tight, though. Yeah, but I I whenever an undefeated team loses. I think there's a form of expo like that. There's something be to be told there. You know, something oh, yeah. to be said. Yeah. Um, there's a story that I, with my civilian eyes, can't really <laughs> see. But there's they, there were some major breakdowns on that Chiefs offense. Well, I heard a commentator talk about how Alex Smith basically fell back to earth. Yeah, that yeah. that looked like it. But why? That's that's I can see that he didn't perform like a superstar but why did he not perform like a superstar i don't know you know, people just revert to the mean you know mm-hmm. i mean like i don't think anyone ever thought that the chiefs were gonna go undefeated no no So no. the question is like you know where were they gonna lose and, and then they put the steelers was playing tough so did they play was that in uh pittsburgh it was in arrowhead which is what really yeah see you know that's 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 just a little it's a little worse for me because they play so well in arrowhead and yeah. it's also the same Vice versa, the Steelers always play well at Heinz Field. Right. So it's a big thing to beat the Steelers at Heinz or to beat the Packers at Lambeau, to beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Patriots at uh, New England. Patriots at New England. Those are some of those home stadiums. This uh, Seattle. Um, is that Gillette? No, no, that's Gillette no, uh, is Century. Patriots. Gillette is Patriots. Century's, uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it, I think this. It was a good showing for Roethlisberger, too, who had struggled right. most of the season, even to his own acclaim, said he's not having the See, best I think year. That's, I think that might be what happened, is that, you know, all last week the storyline was Roethlisberger, does he have it? Which, you know, he acted like a dick about, but, you know, you're the dude that brought it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, why are they, why is everyone asking me about this? Well, you, well, dude, you're, you're, you're on the, you're on the backside of 30. Yeah. Which is even if you're Tom Brady, people ask about it every season. He's going to 40. He has never shown a sign of faulting, like slipping. And we, every season we say the same, well, how long can he do it? Well, Tom Brady. As long as they allow him to take whatever HGH that they're not (laughs) testing for right now. Yeah, well, Tom Brady doesn't eat berries with fruit. Apparently, that's that's the secret of his longevity. Berries with seeds. Berries, uh, berries yeah, with seeds. Yeah, berries yeah. with seeds. That well, which doesn't make any sense because I at least I thought don't all berries have seeds? I would think so. Yeah, like I know that blackberries, raspberries, blueberries, strawberries. I thought what well, that was one of the like requirements of a berry is that you yeah. have seeds. Yeah, I think so. I think it has to be fruit. Or that's what makes it fruit. He doesn't eat fruit with seeds, maybe that's it? Like, he only eats, like, things with pits? I don't know. All I do know is I heard his diet one night on some, like, morning show 
sports thing. Well, he has that cookbook that he's selling, right? Like yeah. the Tom Brady. It's like a $400 cookbook, too. If you look into, like, Twat. His, his trainer <laughs> and his, like, chef and whatnot, yeah. he's a real shady fuck. Really? Yeah. Like, he's, like, Tom Brady. Like a Dr. Oz type shady? Dr. Oz is legitimate compared to this guy <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll have to do a we'll have to get into it maybe in our podcast because it's maybe we should uh, research, well, but. i want to find out his name yeah we should get into this guy yeah it's terrible dead spin did a big thing on it he's like tom brady's gonna be selling reverse mortgages and like you know like like russell wilson's nano bubble water is like kind of in the same kind of vein as this yeah. bullshit it's just it's just horrible and well it's like those what is he selling twelve hundred dollar pajama bottoms that apparently make you feel better Maybe. Well, Tom Brady is basically the Alex Jones of the NFL. He yeah. supports uh, Trump and he sells you wacky gimmick bullshit that's supposed to make you feel better. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what that's what we're dealing with. But he's prettier, so we're gonna let him. Well, be the saw, man I of think America. we've goofed on it before in this podcast. But remember that? Do you ever see this commercial the the the, the bed thing, the the beauty rest bed? Oh yeah, no, where he just sleeps on like a mattress with no pillow. This yeah. is all I'll need. Yeah, he could take him down to some vault. Anything <clears throat> else, sir? No, it's like a bare mattress. You want like a pillow or something, Tom? I mean, come on, fucking douche. Anyway, no, just bring me my bony wife. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So the Chiefs lost. They're five and one. I'm, you know, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens to him because uh, Alex Smith does a traditional fade towards November, December. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I, you know, I'm cheering for the Chiefs. They're they're certainly one of the better teams. There's no like no no ass assholes on it that I that I know. Yeah. No, you they know? have well, and it's nice because I read an article recently, which was just I was just happy to read it. So this we're gonna hear less about Gronkowski in the news. <laughs> but it was like, hey, Travis Kelsey is way better than Gronkowski now. Can we stop talking about Gronkowski? Well, it's Gronk, which is, man. Which is fantastic because Gronkowski, to me, epitomizes like that a white player can act like a giant bro-douche asshole and literally contribute nothing to society, mm-hmm. and everyone thinks he's fantastic. Yeah. While Colin Kaepernick can fucking donate all of his time and money to trying to better the world, but he's some ungrateful piece of shit. Right. Like, dude, uh, Gronkowski openly, like, just is a giant fucking turd. Yeah. And it's just so, like, he's no J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt's a fucking good person. Yeah, J.J., I, I, I goof on J.J. Watt a lot because he's basically, I think, the epitome of uh, the militarization of culture and, and, and sports and whatnot. Him and Jason Witten. Yeah. I'm a, and I love Jason Witten, but Jason Witten is one of those, like, stand and salute jerry jones no matter yeah. what he tells you to do type players yeah i'm not into that but that, also he's oh. in the on the other side he is actually has a bunch of charities for like uh women who've uh right. in battered homes because he grew up in that i think yeah no i mean like i said jj watt i know truck with the man i think it's i think it's it's a little it's a little much for me the salute the fucking the troops kind of crap but you know he's not a du- giant douchebag like gronkowski yeah. You know, and, and Gronkowski, I mean, you're, you nailed it. He's not, he's just a bro. Yeah. Like, you know? he's not, I don't think Gronkowski, let me openly say, I don't think Gronkowski is a bad person. No. I, I don't think he's that. a bad person. I think I could probably enjoy hanging out with him for a you short amount would. of time. For a short amount of time. <laughs> but I think at a certain point, he just contributes nothing. But this frat douche mindset. Yeah. 
Which, when we know where that mindset gets you, pull, yeah. dragging some girl behind a dumpster at party at Stanford. Or that? singing a racist chant on at on a school bus as you go from frat to sorority in Alabama. Oh, you remember that that yeah. whole yeah or that no that was the Brock Turner thing was the Stanford thing that I mentioned. A Brock Turner, the swimmer from Stanford. Oh yeah 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 yeah. 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 Uh, anyway. no, I, I don't yeah I don't so. But yeah, that's exactly it's just a kind of mentality. But all right, enough 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 with that. Yeah, let's. Oh, actually, okay. So what? Happened, okay, this is a big week, man. We got some big stuff to talk about. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. God, don't don't tell me. I already deleted my uh, fantasy football app just off my phone. <laughs> Did you have as Rogers? soon as I, yeah, he was he was my starting quarterback. I had no other quarterbacks, and I'm sitting there. I just like, oh, season ending. Delete. I don't need updates on how many <laughs> games I'm gonna lose for the rest of the season. I'm done. You're done. Yeah. Yeah. Perry's fantasy football season is over. The fantasy became reality, oh, and it was sad. Before we get into that, our breaking news. Breaking news on 4th and Kroll, which you're going to hear four days oh, from now. Oh, this is amazing. Yeah, what, I'll let Ezekiel you handle it. Ezekiel Elliott will be allowed to play this weekend against the 49ers. Did he win his appeal? No, he didn't. Oh, the what happened? The judge was on vacation, <laughs> which is the most back alley Texas dealing I've ever heard in my life. I love you, Texas. Thank you so much. <laughs> but like, are you kidding me? That's that was that's something else. What date is that's that case? Else. I can literally see him talking to his secretary. And what date is that case, Martha? <laughs> All right. Now, could you schedule my flight for the day before? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, oh my lord! You know Jerry Jones is gonna meet him wherever he's vacationing. Yeah, and buy him a couple drinks. <laughs> buy him a couple. Is hours. he flying out to San Francisco for the game? That's my question. <laughs> now that'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Judge spotted in box drinking Mai Tais with Jerry Jones. <laughs> I think we'd have a collusion suit. Oh, speaking of collusion suits, Colin Kaepernick. Man, we are killing the segues today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, so we'll go back to Rogers in a second, but Colin Kaepernick, this is actually interesting to me because he, he filed, you probably have heard, he filed a suit against the NFL alleging collusion to keep him from playing. And what this does, the interesting thing about it is if he proves his case, it it completely null and voids the CBA, the collective bargaining agreement. Really? Right. Wow. So you so would both you think both the NFL Players Association and the NFL be against him in this? Well, I'm glad you asked, Perry, because something I saw in breaking news today was the NFL Players Associates putting its full weight and power behind its lawsuit. Wow. Yeah. Wow, this is going to be big. Yes, because here's the thing, though. What, what's troubling about this, I read an analysis on McCann, uh, McCann Sports Law blog. And uh, McCann used to, this guy, uh, I forgot his first name, but his last name is McCann. He used to teach uh, sports law at my alma mater, University of New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Yay, go Wildcats. Okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. And if, if you say go Wildcats on that podcast, we're talking about the Kentucky Wildcats. Oh, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> he was saying that if he pro- if he can prove collusion... This is a big deal. However, he doubts he can prove collusion because mm-hmm. that's a high standard. You basically have to figure you have to have two or more parties conspire to keep Colin Kaepernick from playing in the NFL without anything in writing or anything recorded. Right. That's going to be real tough to prove. Exactly, because it doesn't because each individual sport you can decide not to hire him for any reason, you know. But you know, 
a group of people, especially a small group of people like the elephant owners, can decide on something without actually having to write anything down or yeah. speak it. It's an unspoken. It's an unspoken. Well, truth. that's why they have all those board meetings and things like that, and they're all restricted to the media. You don't find out until anything happens until they walk outside and they let you know, right? And whatever the stenographer was told to write down. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's going to be no paper trail. There's going to be no email unless somehow they discovered something. Did you watch? Um, I just. Random train of thought. Did you watch Taboo, that uh, Tom Hardy miniseries that was on FX? No, it looked interesting, but I never got it. It was about um, the, what is it, the British East India Company? Yeah. And that's how, there were scenes when they would all get together in the boardroom, and the stenographer, they'd Mm -hmm. like raise their hand, and the stenographer would have to lift the pen from the paper. Yeah. And that's how I feel about the NFL. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just a bunch of rich white people sitting there in golden chairs laughing about how much <laughs> money they're making. Yeah. And then, then like, as soon as they have a normal, like, oh, how was your day? How was your day? Raise their hand, and then they get into the dark shit. Who are we not going to let play this year? Oh, that one black guy with too many opinions. Like... <laughs> Bill Cosby? No. Uh... <laughs> That was bad. But no, so, but also this guy was pointing out on the blog that even though there are better quarter or there are worse quarterbacks than Colin Kaepernick playing, that's not de facto evidence of collusion. Yeah. So, but you mentioned the NFL's Player Association. What makes it, it's interesting to me is that they're going fully behind it. So either one of two things happens. They, uh, Kaepernick's lawyer came across evidence that basically proves like a smoking gun. Yeah. Or, the NFL Players Association knows this is a bum lawsuit. It's going to get to- probably get tossed to a lack of evidence because of that, and they're just trying to be, be look good on the players. Yeah, I could see either one. I would right. put more money on the latter. Me too, because I don't think I don't think the uh, the billionaires in charge of the NFL are that dumb to put anything like that in writing. You know what? I'm not gonna never underestimate the stupidity of some people, um, but. I, I would I would have to agree with you there, right? I would have to, yeah. Yeah. When you, so, when you get to that level of like operation, and right. it's you have to really be a jackass to to screw it up. It's Jim Ursay, looking at you, Jim Ursay. <laughs> oh God, please let it be Ursay. <laughs> oh, dude, if anyone <laughs> is gonna get like a coke hooker to to send a video of him <laughs> to the NFL. Saying some racist, dumb stuff while also somehow discrediting Peyton Manning. <laughs> like, that'll be Ursay. And supporting Chuck Pagano. I don't understand why. Yeah, wouldn't it be great if, like, the evidence he had, Colin Kaepernick has collusion, it came from uh, Jim Ursay's, like, you know, Coke mistress. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, he's all banged out up on Coke and he starts emailing out odors. Oh, yeah, we're not going to let Colin Kaepernick play this year, huh, guys? Ha 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 ha. Yeah, and like she had filmed it and sent it to Kaepernick's lawyer. That'd that would be, awesome. be fantastic. All right, so you want to you want to quickly do uh, Aaron Rodgers real quick before we go on to uh, Alex in our second segment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Start um, that again, man. What do you think? What do you think about the Packers' chances this year? Are oh, they, they don't have. They're just done. They're yeah. done. Any yeah. any validity to the Kaepernick or Tony Romo to the well, not Kaepernick, Packers. Kaepernick filed a lawsuit. No, yeah. they're not going to hire him. No, 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 no. I think we know that the one thing you cannot do is attack the shield or the pocketbooks. Right. And that is something that he did doubly. T- <laughs> Although it would be interesting if, like, 
I don't think he'd be the stupid to take it, but if, so, if someone offered him a quarterback job and they took it and then they fired him after a week later, boom, there goes the lawsuit. Right. But he, he would, his, if his lawyers, no, his lawyers would never let him, his lawyers yeah. wouldn't let him take the job now that, you know, you heard he didn't go to that meeting that they had between the players, uh, NFL players association and some of the ownership about, uh, the kneeling and mm. trying to support causes and outreach and stuff. Well, right. bullshit and media. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, publicity, publicity, publicity. Uh, yeah. So he, But he didn't attend that, which I'm assuming his lawyers told him not to attend that. Right. Because that would go against his case. Well, I think he's being invited to the next round. That's what I think I read today. He's going to be invited to the next round. But anyway, going back to Rodgers. Um, yeah, Packers are done. Yeah, it's. I think it's Minnesota's. Uh, Minnesota's division now. Well, they still don't have a QB. Bridgewater is coming back, baby. They say within three weeks, maybe he could come back. Well, they have Case Keenum. Oh wow, killer! Yeah, <laughs> Bradford. I think Bradford. If he doesn't play this year, I think his career is done. Yeah, uh, they said. I heard something that his near near injury might be career ending. He disagrees with that. Well, who's going to give him a job though? Yeah, and unless he shows up in the next couple of weeks and starts throwing the ball really well, you know, Captain Checkdown. I mean, who wants that? With Captain Checkdown with the knee problem. Yeah, you know, no, I, I wouldn't invest in that. It happened again. All right, we're done. Wait, no, 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 no. It's it's. I'm sorry. It just paused and skipped. Paused and skipped. It, like it. It was tracking and it slowed down and then. Oh, it was a buffer issue. Okay. Yeah, that was my fault. We're going to edit all this crap out. No, right. I don't want to edit that out. That, that was natural. <laughs> Perry is uh, trying to figure out how to read the recording monitor. Yeah, it's... Uh, week it, by week. Week by week, Week people. by week. Yeah, so I think it's uh, I think it's Minnesota's division because I think the Lions are going to probably implode. Really? But- I would say it's the Lions division right now. The Lions are built to implode, as always. Looking at you, Detroit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I think that I, it's with the fall of Aaron Rodgers, I would definitely pick Minnesota if they had any more consistency at the QB position. Yeah, if Bridgewater comes back and starts playing incredibly, then I'll be wrong. But I still think I think nine and seven Lions sneak out, claim the division. Well, if they hold nine thing, and seven, though, ten and six without Rodgers, they're we'll have to. Packers there is one playoff spot that's just wide open now. well yeah well no I'm just saying without the Packers um and with that I just don't they've got six easy wins in that division now right they can easily beat Minnesota without a QB they can easily beat the Bears because the Bears are the Bears You're right and then the Packers maybe squeak by once if that who's their backup has some career game Brent Hundley yeah, yeah. but yeah that, that division went from Pretty decent to pretty shite, real fast. I like I like to use the British word shite. You're, yeah, I'm We're multicultural. Class here, it up, and crawl. Class it up. Hey there, it's comedian Alexandria Love here with your sixty second culture pop. Let's pop that sad little balloon, shall we? Your top story today. Donald Trump made headlines this week after a story emerged he told the widow of a fallen soldier that her husband, quote, knew what he was signing up for. 
Of course, this quote was taken out of context by the fake news. The full quote is, he knew what he was signing up for, but I sure didn't. This presidenting thing is hard. What's the Constitution, and why is everyone always so worked up about it? Donald Trump saying awful shit to families is as common in today's headlines as the phrase, insert name of powerful man here, has stepped down amidst sexual misconduct allegations. A joke what to do. Miley Cyrus has released a new record symbolizing the end of her hip-hop phase, citing her reason to be that hip-hop promotes violence and misogyny. This upset me so much that I decided to introduce the first ever 60-second culture pop mini-segment called, Aw, That's Cute. Miley Cyrus and a lot of others think that hip-hop promotes violence. Aw, that's cute. If you're one of those people, I'm going to blow your mind right now with a little story about a young man named Frank Sinatra, a.k.a. the chairman of the board. I love Frank Sinatra. I come from a whole lineage of Sinatra fans. My grandmother called most white folks blue-eyed devils, but I remember on the day that Frank Sinatra died, my grandmother heard the news and whispered to my mother, there goes the man that should have been your father. And my mom agreed. Frank had a way with those dames. Know what I'm saying? Uh, But the most interesting thing about Frank is that Frank was an actual, no shit, for real mobster. Frank used to have his mob buddies visit comedians who did impressions of him that were a little bit too accurate. The Johnny Fontaine character in The Godfather, based on Frank. J. Edgar Hoover had a file on Frank that was so long it required a goddamn intermission, okay? The reason Frank was always singing about flying to the moon and shit was because there were people on Earth that were looking for him. You think the U.S. government is afraid of Eminem the way they were afraid of Frank? Well, maybe. I think everyone's a little afraid of Eminem. Also, another fun fact about Sinatra and his family, his mom, Dolly, was one of the biggest back alley abortionists in Harlem. Yeah, she pulled the hook out from so many young black folks, her nickname was Showtime at the Apollo. The U.S. government didn't like that shit one bit, and it's obvious why. Picture this, Dolly Sinatra was a woman with a job. (sighs) Yeah, lock that dame up and throw away the key, am I right? When Frank Sinatra died in 1998, he had only one charge on his record, seduction of a young married white woman, because they're always trying to stop a nigga shine. But that case did not stick. Despite his dealings, Frank was not a bad guy. He used his clout to help his marginalized friends like Sammy Davis Jr. and Ella Fitzgerald, two of my favorites, achieve stardom. People aren't afraid of hip-hop. They're afraid of influence. They're afraid that you're going to listen to hip-hop and go from DMX to Malcolm X. They're afraid that seedlings of thought like, hey, maybe there's a disparity of arrest between the black communities and white communities will bloom into thoughts like, fuck the police coming straight from the underground. I will never promote violence, but I can respect influence. So Miley, really, you think that hip hop is historically violent? Oh, that's cute and really fucking stupid. Enjoy the fact that you're able to use black culture insofar that it makes you seem cool and edgy and deep and enjoy the even more wonderful fact that you're able to shed that persona as you see fit. Some of us are stuck with it. And more importantly, if you're so sheltered that you can't see that all music has always been about telling stories to and for those who often can't speak for themselves the way that old Blue Eyes did, well, enjoy your departure from hip hop. We won't miss you. That's been all. That's cute. And also your 60 seconds. Consider your culture popped. Now, back to these strangers in the night.
All right, so as we record this, this is the start of NBA season. Well, real quick, I want to go through, let's do games of the week, because I'm going to spend the rest of the time talking about the oh, greatest let's get, okay. sport ever. Uh, definitely game of the week for me. Don't know why it's on Thursday. Uh, yeah. Chiefs Raiders. Yeah, that's going to be a big one. Don't know why it's on Thursday. What we'll do you think is going to happen? you think on... the Raiders going to exploit the Chiefs uh, like Steelers de- did? I think the Chiefs are going to win um, depending on the health and status of Carr. That's okay. going to be the biggest factor in this game. I think Carr's playing, so. Yeah, but how is he playing? Is he going to walk out there and whip the ball across the field, or is he going to be tentative? Is he going to be nervous? Is he going to be afraid of getting tackled? The dude has a fractured back. Of course he's going to be tentative and nervous. Tony Romo played with a fractured back, wasn't tentative and nervous. I'm just <laughs> saying, Romo's that's retired. why his career is over, but... <laughs> That's why he was also a great QB, because he hit, put his self on the line for <laughs> millions of dollars. Put his life on the line for the game. For Dude, the I watched game. him play with a bulletproof vest on because he had two broken ribs and a punctured lung. Oh. That guy is a freak. What else? What else? What other games coming up? Um, well, I was going to say Packers Saints, but that's not going to be a game anymore. Falcons Patriots Super Bowl rematch on Sunday night. Oh, that's going to be atrocious. Yeah, I'm going to go pick Falcons on that one. It, they are at the Patriots, so, but I do think the Falcons will squeak that one. Yeah, out. Matt Ryan's reverted to the mean. You talk about reverting to the mean. Matt Ryan's yeah. Back. yeah I mean, Man, like, he, he really fucked up by criticizing uh, his offensive coordinator who decided to leave him. Was it Shanahan? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Shanahan. Real, really. Oh, yeah, no, I think Shanahan's play calling was what let us down in the end of that game. No, nope, I don't think it was Shanahan's play calling. I've been your defense, too, man. Yeah. It's pretty bad. I'm looking forward to Seahawks-Giants because the Giants are going to lose. That, yeah. That's but, just a li- but the Seahawks win, so right. that, that has to be bittersweet for you. It is. However, JPP, I mean, the de- Giants have a decent defensive line, a decent front seven. Yeah. They're going to annihilate Seattle because I think they're they're starting right tackle. Well, no, it's going to be out. it's literally going to be sacks on sacks on sacks. Yeah. It's the two worst offensive lines with two of two of the top 10 <laughs> defensive lines. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Well, at least I mean, we can see Eli get beat up. Russell Wilson will get away from people and slide and he'll get sacked a couple of times. Eli's going to get He is smashed. one good hit away from being out for the year. Russell Wilson? Yeah. Yeah, Eli is too. Oh yeah, well, anyone that's the whole thing. You don't have protection. You got these giant muscular angry men mm-hmm. running at you looking to it's hurt getting you. Getting erotic. It's kind of erotic, yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, I got excited there and I was saying that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's really it for games. I'm super excited. What about uh, Cardinals it, Rams? See the continued resurgence of Adrian Peterson's career, Dude, which I called last week. You did call that last no, week. No, I, actually, I said there's no reason to trade for him. He's completely done. So No, 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 no. Yeah, I called it last week. That's you, what it was. You called it last week. See, was... that's why you don't smoke weed, people, because you forget people take your accomplishments. Because I just didn't remember that I called it last week. I completely forgot. <laughs> you could have ran with that, and I would have been like, yeah, you called it last week. He ran for 134 <laughs> yards. No, he killed it. Two touchdowns, 27-yard break through the middle of the line. He looked like old Adrian Peterson. He had a 42-yard run that mm-hmm. was called back on like a, on a block from the back, which he didn't even need to spring. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he could have ended up with 100. His debut would have been 170-something yards. Oh, yeah. That's just insane. That's what you guys needed. Yeah, and we got better offensive line play. We got two well, if you, And back. if you need to play third down, he doesn't need to play third down. You put in uh, Ellington right, uh, to catch out of the backfield. 
I mean, it's pissed me off. They got me believing again. Like I was totally wrote this year off. I'm like, we're going to, I, every win pissed me off because we were, that pro- well, took you us should, away from you should be believing again because there's a lot of hope within that, within that division. Every team has a big fault. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And the Cardinals yeah. still have some faults, but with that, uh, reinvigorated running game. And then we get David Johnson back. That's oh, a yeah. one-two punch. Oh shit. I forgot about that. Yeah. He's coming back around. Imagine line, lining them both up in the backfield. What are you supposed to do? Oh, that'd be great. A split, what, a split set? A split set, and you just motion one out. You motion David Johnson out. You can't do anything about that. So you, you have too many people on the outside to guard, or you let AP run it up the gut. That's oh, going to be hard. That's the best one-two running back tandem in the NFL, maybe. Yeah. That'd be insane. That's insane. Of course, then again, you know, Adrian Peterson's 32. and um, Well, also, Adrian Peterson good- might get angry if he has a reduction in snap count i was worried about that too yeah i mean one good game does not a season make but that's why like this i was you say there's no more games i mean cardinals rams in london that could be a, that could be a good game yeah that could be a really good game or it'd be a complete fucking clusterfuck that's the thing about those london games is that it, everything goes out the window yeah with the amount of travel and especially that's two west coast teams going all the way yeah. over there the Ram, like the cardinals are there now Mm-hmm. The Rams show up later this week. Oh god! So, you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens mm-hmm. if they if the Cardinals. The Rams, beat the Rams are a younger team though, so they usually younger teams usually right. are better with travel. But they also their defense isn't what it used to be, and now you have to respect their running game, especially yeah. after last week. Mm-hmm. You know, so what do you do? You know? I don't know. Do your best. Drink some paint. Write a write a game plan, Bruce Arians. <laughs> I All sat right. down with a, with a with a can of ultra white. No. <laughs> can of bear can. premium. <laughs> bear premium. All right. NBA time. Perry, our, our, the NBA correspondent for fourth and Kroll. Today is the opening of the NBA season. The Cavs are playing the Celtics, which they've always mispronounced that word. It's pronounced Celtic. But you know we're gonna tell. I can't tell say Boston anything. And Golden State Warriors versus the Houston Rockets. Tonight. Yeah, I was about to say the last fight you will ever win is teaching people in Boston how to pronounce things correctly. <laughs> like they have made a killing pronouncing oh, things wrong. Yeah, it's bad. Every other gangster movie is just someone saying "towny." Like I swear, it's ridiculous. All right, so what do you got? What, what what's your thing? What's your read on the NBA this year? Jerry? Well, I mean, the floor is yours. Everybody's should be excited about the Western Conference. The Eastern Conference is going to be much more. I think it's going to have much more uh, parity, but all for naught, right? Because there'd be a lot of parity within the lower seated teams. Um, you got the Magic and the Hornets and. A lot of teams, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks are looking up. Uh, there's there's a lot of young talent there, too. But you have the Hawks who got rid of everybody. Millsap is yeah. over in Denver now. Uh, Paul George isn't with uh, the Pacers. He's now with the Thunder. So it's like kind of a diaspora of all-stars to the Western Coast because they, they needed more. They right. needed more all-stars yeah, in the Yeah, there wasn't enough star West. power in the Western yeah. Conference. Which is just re- 
ridiculous at this point. I'm super excited for tonight's games. Um, I really not um, because I don't care to see the Warriors win. I think they're going to beat the Rockets. I live uh, near the Warriors. I'm not a big Warriors fan. I like Steph. I like Steph Curry. He's from Charlotte. He's a Charlotte kid, so I always try to support my hometown heroes. But I'm super excited to see how the Rockets play. I'm really excited to see the evolution of Chris Paul and um, James Harden. Uh, We're gonna be that uh, is the best now. The best hands down the best guard uh, duo in the NBA. And I want to see how they can coexist, if they can coexist, because they're pretty ball dominant. Um, And I'm looking definitely for James Harden. If anybody's going to whine and throw a fit, it's going to be James Harden. That's just my prediction. Uh, Also, really interested to see what happened with the Thunder. Yeah. But my highlight of the week is going to be um, the reunion the handshake before the game of this Celtics, uh, oh yeah, Kyrie Cavs game, Kyrie and LeBron, yeah. yeah, Kyrie and LeBron, and I, I'm predicting the Celtics not only to beat uh, the Cavs tonight for the opener, but to beat them in the Eastern Conference Finals and go to the NBA Finals over the Cavs. I do not think the IT trade was in the Cavs' favor. No. I like the young players on the Celtics much more than I like the older aging stars uh, sitting behind LeBron James. I think they have a log jam at the guard position with Dwayne Wade and um, oh, yeah, Dwayne Wade's on Derek Rose Derek and Rose Isaiah Thomas, who are all ball-hungry guards, who all distribute, who all score, who all are going to be angry to try to share... 15 to 20 minutes together it's gonna be annoying can i stop you there real quick this is why players make crappy general managers you know because yeah and that's the problem with lebron too you can't tell lebron what to do lebron wants to play with his buddies there's no rational reason to give Dwayne wade any money anymore in the nba that's not true that is true. That's not true. That's Dwayne true. Wade last year, before his injury, which was an accident, it was not like, oh, his knees hurt him again. He, what, he broke his wrist? Um, he averaged 18 points and six rebounds with, like, four assists. Dude, Dwayne Wade is still, he's not an all-star player anymore. Dwayne Wade is a top 30, top 40 player in the NBA still. Okay, but, but what, what, still. What, what problem does he solve on the Cavaliers? Um, with the loss of Kyrie Irving, shooting scoring okay possibly but especially you're gonna with isaiah thomas um but one Dwayne wade is not the same as one kyrie irvin is it no no but also i would take Dwayne wade's defensive efforts even at this stage in his career are always have always been better uh, than kyrie's kyrie can't play defense yeah that's true I'll grant you that. Um, and basically, the big th- they don't need Dwayne Wade to be Dwayne Wade in Miami. They need him to take over 10 to 12 points a game and let LeBron, LeBron play point guard still. So, yeah, so LeBron's going to be the, distri- the Yeah, LeBron's going to win the MVP this year. That's my prediction. Well, he should be. He's the best player in the league. Yeah, but that's not the most valuable player is the most valuable player to your team. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to be the most valuable. And LeBron James, I still think... Last year should have won it um, over Russell Westbrook. And yeah. Russell Westbrook and James Harden, while their stat lines were ridiculous, they were kind of just playing for nothing. Right. Uh, because we all knew the Warriors 
we're gonna walk out of that division. Well, how uh, how um, are you talking about James Harden? Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you, how, what's different about that this year? Um, I think James Harden, and I think this is the year the Warriors are gonna have a lot of trouble getting out of the West because really? it's it's not that one team is so good they could beat them. It's that they have so much competition. The Timberwolves are gonna be great. The Nuggets are gonna be moving up. It's they're eight seed to one seed are going to be closer than they ever have been in in the last 10 years. So then you see some drama in the NBA. We're going to see in the Western Conference specifically, because I think that the Warriors will get to the Western Conference finals. I think that I'm still predicting them to get to the championship, but it's going to be hard as hell to beat the Spurs and the Grizzlies and the Nuggets and the Thunder and the Rockets that's See, this sooner is, or later your team's gonna get tired this man. is my problem with the nba right now because mm-hmm. listen to what you're saying right you're not saying the warriors aren't gonna win it you're gonna say they're not gonna get knocked out of the western conference finals what you're saying is it's gonna take them longer who cares yeah. if i know if i'm watching a crappy movie and i know the end of it i don't want to watch it anymore the only the only thing sports gives us is a surprise and if we know the ultimate ending and the only ultimate destination, it removes the element of surprise for us. So I don't why think watch? That, I don't think that removes the element. I don't think we know the ending. We all predict the ending. We all predict it. Did anybody ever predict that the Cavs would come back from th- three down? No, and that's and that's an excellent. You see, like we all I'm predicted that they would be there, but nobody predicted that they the game would turn out like that. But the end of the result is. In that particular case, I'll grant you that was very surprising. That's why we watch sports. Yeah. But this year with the MB- with with the war, I mean, who's going to beat the Warriors? Nobody. They're going to win this year. I think the Thunder, depending on how they play together, uh, well, and the a, Rockets, pretty... the Thunder, the Rockets, and the Timberwolves. I think the Timberwolves in the next three to f- two to three years are going to be the best team in the NBA. With Carl uh, Anthony Towns, Carl Anthony Towns, Jimmy Butler, Andrew Wiggins. Um, oh, yeah, Wiggins they just there. drafted what's his name? I can't remember. Oh shit! It's not Jonathan Isaac. I'll find it out in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but they, they're going to be great. They're going to be really, really. Oh, they had uh, Jeff Teague too from Atlanta that they okay, signed. Yeah, 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 they're going to be great. Give them two, two, three years. They're all young. They're and. Carl Anthony Towns is one of the most dominant players in the NBA already. No, I agree. I, I, Defensively, he has some faults. He gets takes him a little while to get side to side sometimes, so he mm-hmm. gets beat. Um, but he's a freak, dude. Twenty and ten, his rookie season. Well, that's pretty like impressive. Insane. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not saying there aren't good players in the NBA. I'm saying they're, you know, with the combination of the Warriors have. There's just no drama. There's no reason to watch. Yeah, that's but you say that now, it's like kind of we all thought the Packers were gonna walk out of the NFC this year. Oh yeah, well obviously look, Aaron Rodgers went down. Hey, we don't know. Stephen Curry's had ankle injuries before. KD's missed out significant time in his career because of injuries. Right, no. Their their team is getting older. Andre Iguodala's in his thirties. Mid thirties, you know what I mean, and it's and he's still a freak, and he still comes off the bench. Sean Livingston's had injury problems in his career, right? So they have, and you saw that's how they that's why they lost to Cleveland. Andrew Bogut went down, okay. And so I, you never know, you never know what's going to happen. The Clay Thompson could have the worst year of his career. You just don't know. 
And that's uh, to just predict, oh, they're going to walk through and win it all over again. I, well, I'm not predicting that. I I'm think that, back I to what think you that said. it's, yeah, I think that it's, there's a higher chance that they get to the championship and win it than anybody else if you look at day one. But I think we're going to have a lot more fun this season than last. Last year, there was no one who could compete with the Warriors. Right. But you're saying this they year, they swept can. the playoffs last year. Well, they, they, yeah, they beat. They went all, they swept the play. They only lost one game in the playoffs, that and that Cleveland. was in the championship to Cleveland. Yeah. All right. Cleveland only lost one game before they lost to the Warriors, and that was to the Celtics. Or was it to the Celtics? Yeah, I can't remember. It was the Celtics. It was the Celtics? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's, I mean, we're sitting here dealing with that. Dealing with it. Yeah. It's, I just it's can't just deal with these, this. It's just one of these things. I'm excited. I think. The East is going to be fun to watch, especially for young people who want to watch young talent. Um, I get I get to watch Malik Monk play, which in Charlotte, it's nice to watch somebody who can make a three. Finally. <laughs> well, let me ask you a question. This is actually what I think is on the mind of all those centers of fourth and curl. Where are the Phoenix Suns going to end this year? Oh, man, the Phoenix Suns are one of those teams that is just stacked. Stacked with really? young kids. Yeah, that's true. They're all like 20, They're stacked 21. with young kids. I mean, Devin Booker just dropped 70 points by himself last year. That's true. The youngest player to ever do that. Kobe was in the prime of his career playing better than any he ever he ever played. And he dropped 11 more points than that. All right. And that's the second most points ever scored in the history of the NBA. The first being Wilt Chamberlain. 100, mm-hmm. 101, 100. I think it was 100. I think it's even century. Yeah. Um, which is ridiculous. Yeah. But you have him, and the, you realize you're going to trade Eric Bledsoe this year. There's no question to that. Eric Bledsoe oh, is going to trade nobody. Eric Bledsoe is going to get traded um, by the Phoenix Suns. He, it's just he's in the prime of his career and successful and doing really well. And it's just no reason to keep him around. It's a yeah. waste of money. It's a waste of playing time for younger players. Um, I'm interested to see how your uh, rookie Josh Jackson develops. Yeah, he, um, he was a he was actually a guy people thought would 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 be a pretty a pretty good prospect. Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be pretty good. Also, I mean, you have Marquise Chris, uh, Tyler Eulis, who's a great point guard distributor um, coming off the bench. Uh, Devin Booker is a freak. Um, Alex Alex Len, you still have him. You have who else? Dragan Bender, uh, who's that uh, Croatian you recruited a couple years ago. Yeah, and he's a stretch four who's getting better and better. They it's five years for the Suns before they're going to be significant. Also, they're playing in the hardest goddamn division in That's basketball true. that has ever existed. The West has I don't think the West or the East has ever had such disparity, but before this year, if if it they have, I don't know about it because it's before my time. But I mean. If there were no divisions, if there were no conferences, and there were just 16 teams to go to the playoffs, I think 12 of them would be from the West. Well, I think that's what... Uh, 12 Sil- or 13 would be Adam from the Silver West. has talked about that. I think it's too late to do it this for this year, but I think they got to go to that. There's just no reason to watch like a team in the East with a, lo- with a losing record. There's no reason to watch a team with a losing record go to the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. 
Right, oh, well, no, no, they got rid of that, so it's they don't have conferences anymore. So now it's just the top eight teams in each. I'm sorry, they don't have divisions anymore. So okay. if you're the top team in your division and you have a low record, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. You you don't get to the playoffs. They changed that. Yeah, so it's conferences, the top eight teams in each conference. Oh, okay. but now they're because it's there's such a disparity between the conferences, they're trying to eliminate conferences and make it just one league. You get to the the best records, get to the playoffs. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's which cool. I think it could that's, be good. It could be bad. It, there's a lot of like kinks that need to work out to yeah. get that system to function properly. But all in all, it's going to be a great season. Um, predictions for MVP: LeBron James. Uh, predictions for Rookie of the Year: I'm going to go with either uh, Dennis Smith Jr. from Dallas, the Dallas Mavericks, yeah. or. Um, Ben Simmons from the 76ers, who will be treated as a rookie, even though he was in the NBA last year, he didn't play. Mm-hmm. Um, defensive player of the year, no one is going to be Kawhi Leonard. Sorry, he's going to get that until he retires, pretty much. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a fun season, and I'm hoping to see the Warriors lose to somebody. Well, they hopefully they will. It's no one, no one, no one except people sitting in blue and gold want the dynasty. <laughs> Good lord, it's obnoxious. They're so the fans are the worst. But you know, I I'll take that. Like I was reading this the other day about Silver. Um, yeah. he had a great comment where people were talking about like super teams and how the Warriors and Cavaliers. He's like, the Cavaliers have one title, one yeah. one title. It's like the Lakers and Celtics have thirty between the two of them. Like, can we not let there be four dynasties? Like, can we not? Can we be cool with that as NBA fans? Which I thought was a good point. Well, anyway, that's a uh, fourth and crow for this week. Uh, thanks again for listening. Next week, we'll take uh, through all the NFL and probably NBA action because Perry is surprisingly lucid and Neria died on the NBA. We should need to encourage that as much as possible, I guess. I watch too much basketball. You watch a lot of basketball. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening. See you guys later. <laughs>